Welcome to the Kayak Bass Nation audio podcast. We go live every Monday night, talk all things kayak bass fishing across multiple platforms. But we don't get to talk directly to you folks, the audio podcast listeners. Uh, wherever you're listening to us from, whatever platform you use, we want to say we appreciate you guys downloading the show, listening to it while you're driving, working out, or whatever the case may be. If you have the time, take a second and leave us a review. Give us a follow, a subscribe, whatever your platform allows. And once again, thank you for spending a little time with us on the KBN Live replay. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kayak Bass Nation. Here we are. Here we are. How you doing tonight, Ryan? Oh, I'm fantastic. How about yourself? Yeah. Good, good. Have you made public public uh, knowledge of what happened to you? I, yet? I haven't made a, a complete public announcement. Uh, I have managed to uh, somewhat cripple myself uh, thanks to a twelve year old volleyball game. Uh, my daughter, her team had uh, parents versus kids night last Wednesday. Uh, we did all our stretches, all our warm ups, hammered out a couple games in the uh, dads versus moms game. I go up to uh, to block one, and when I came down, I don't know if I came down wrong or if it was because I was, like, moving to the ball. Something terrible happened. I thought somebody ran up and, like, tripped me, just, like, kicked my foot real hard. Well, I, when I hit the ground, of course, and I look behind me, and there's nobody close by. So, so there ain't nobody tripped me. My Achilles snapped. So you need that in case no one knows what an Achilles tendon is. You need that to walk with. Um, so... I am out for like three months. I'm gonna be uh, living in a boot, uh, low impact life, so to speak. Yep. Did it? Did it good that time, boys and girls. That's bad. That's bad news, man. It, uh, <laughs> it it is tough. I will say that I'm not somebody that likes to sit still. I like to be on the go all the time, and this is uh, kind of torture. It's a little bit of torture. So if you guys saw Ryan's Instagram, I think it was his Instagram and Facebook story with the uh, scooter with the neon lights behind it. Now you know why that was in that picture. I swore I would never do that until I hobbled around on crutches and about died three times Friday. And I was like, I don't care what, how, I, somebody get me a scooter. I'll steal one. I'll, I'll buy one, whatever. Somebody get me a scooter now. Uh, so I, I think I've set this to go live on the facebook group and if you don't accept the permissions on the facebook group it just puts facebook user in the comments it doesn't put your actually name oh no so somebody said keep that leg elevated i'll be down to keep you entertained but i don't know who that is i like it i like the attitude so you got uh, a mystery user that wants to keep you entertained while you're my my leg i've been trying to keep it elevated it's it's super uncomfortable in this boot i'm not a big not a big fan of that but yeah. you know so you know you're, you're down and out, down, but not out, Ryan. You'll be back. Stronger Am I? Out. I don't know. I feel out. I feel yeah, pretty well. Out. Yeah. Maybe you're out for a little while. Temporary, temporary out. But anyway, we're, we're sorry, but Hey, welcome to the on-ramp to becoming an old man. So there you go, Ryan. Uh, well, I hit it. I'm in the fast lane. I feel like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what else went down over the weekend? Of course we get our guests. We've got Luke Graham, Tennessee Bass Nation winner on Douglas Lake. And then Jordan Westerman from St. Clair, put the Smalley smack down up there. We're going to have him in the second half of the show, so it's going to be a good one. Uh, if you guys saw in the comments when we first got going, we are doing a giveaway tonight. Seagar package, Seagar line. So there you go. You guys know the drill on YouTube. Just like the video and comment where you're watching from. And on Facebook, all you have to do is like and share. 
we'd love a comment there too. And you have to share from the actual Facebook page. It won't let you share in the group because it's private. So do your thing, everybody. <laughs> oh, old Jaybird just saw the uh, father of all tournaments uh, post. Really? <laughs> he's the folk? He's he's coming in a little slow today. It's all right. Is that how we say it? The folk? Yeah, the folk. All right. Uh, hey, and today you guys always hear our intro song. It's been deemed probably the best intro song in fishing podcast by a couple of people. Not probably. It is yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, so the creator of that man, the one and only Ox Pimpin, Ox Fish and DJ Williams. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday, DJ. So we'd be remiss not to say happy birthday to DJ, the creator. Probably the key to our success is having that song. I, I 100% think it is. Yeah. So DJ, shout out to you. I don't know how old he is though, do you? uh 37 38 i thought he said since prime yeah yeah well that's what i thought too <laughs> next thing you know wham bam next thing you done. know i hear you <laughs> done yeah uh of course over the weekend we had the usa championship right the world the championship world champion the world championship my friend have Ready you back. figured out of course before we get into that shout out to cody for winning it yeah no surprise and our man damien tau who we had on not too long ago oh the, the hammer from california tau, i know tau down. slipped back out and, and got up in another one didn't he yep so so damien get it done but i still have not figured out the scoring graph when i first saw it i thought we were playing cricket or maybe Buddy. deciphering inflation or something i didn't know what was going on there i i i don't know i, I don't know what to tell you I don't know. What really got me is that it's it was hosted in the U.S. fishing for bass. Traditionally, I mean, all the bass fishing here in the U.S. is measured in inches on a catchboard. You have all these people coming in. I understand, you know, the rest of the world's on the old centimeter scale there. Why not just hand them catchboards and and score it in inches instead of switching over to centimeters? And then that whole penalty thing really blows my mind. <laughs> like maybe there's a little bit of hockey in it or something. I'm not. Uh, do you get put in the box? What's what's happening? I don't know. Yeah, uh, I don't know. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to hone that in. The whole deal. I saw the videos of the like a walking parade. I guess instead of doing beds of pickup trucks, they've now switched to walking down the sidewalk. Is a <laughs> I don't know. We got to hone that in. If it's gonna be, you know, Olympic associated world championship stuff gonna have to really put some effort into this one please with all that's going on in the world i just hope cookville wasn't afraid that there was about to be some sort of uprising or something right there in I know, town. Like, all 17 people's like the hell's going on out here <laughs> yep but hey um, as all we cheer for the laundry so we're glad team usa held held that's right and, and won so there you go team usa wait yeah to, don't come back to cookville boys yeah. oh, is that gonna be a do we know maybe we need to have richard penny on here to, to explain this to us but is that gonna be like a traveling event like hobie world or is it cookville and i would it? hope so because i don't think you can just keep doing it in cookville over and over again i wouldn't yeah. think that doesn't seem very worldly you know we're coming up on episode 200 it's gonna be pretty soon right do you know that it feels like yesterday yeah, it's coming up pretty soon, and our very first guest ever was Richard Penny. So maybe we have a a rewind and try to. Boy, that there. was that was back. Uh, you know, these people get get sensitive over some posts every now and then. That was back in the heater days. <laughs> that was in the heater days. That's when Richard didn't even care. He was mixing it up with us. So. No, he was ready shout, for it. Shout out to Richard. He was always ready. Moving on up. Uh, Steve Field said, "I hope you worlds they use inches and millimeters. They just skip centimeters, go straight to millimeters. Yeah, that's uh, right. Solves all the problems." So. You're fishing for them perch. You need every little bit you can get. Okay. James Snyder said the next world is in Italy. There you go. Thanks, There James. you go. All right. You know, the more you know. So so there's some info. That's it. 
And then we saw I saw our boy uh Jackson won a trophy over the weekend too. So he did. He slid on down to Chick and jumped off in that KBF or yeah, congrats to everyone on top 40 finish. Appreciate it. <laughs> Way to go, boys. Well done, everybody. But J- Jackson, you know, obviously him and his dad, that was a great story coming out of the, the uh, Kentucky Lake event. So cool to see him go get a, a first place somewhere. So He got mad at that one. He said, yeah. tell you what, there's a KBF going on down here. Yeah, he's on a tear. Take, the, take them cookies. The oars are on a tear. So there you go. Uh, we're going to get Luke in here in just a second, but there's one thing I wanted to talk about, Ryan. And I don't, you're not much of a YouTube watcher. I know that. I Unfortunately, I'm not. You're not. But I, I I watch a fair amount, uh, listen to a lot of podcasts, things like that. And I heard something, and we're going to have him on here. He's actually busy this week. Todd Castledine, if anyone watches his YouTube channel, um, he's at the a Bassmaster Open this week. He couldn't come on and talk about what he said there. But he's going to come on here in the near future. He said something on, on one of his videos about rules, and it was applying, obviously, to bass boats and stuff and kind of what's going on with the Poche thing and some other things. But it applies to us, too. He said there's two types of people. Types of people that read the rules so they make sure they don't break them. And then there's types of people that dig in and read the rules to see how they can get around them. And that hit. I agree with that. That hit. And he went into all these different nuances and how people, he started talking about digging holes and doing all this stuff. So, so I thought it played right into some of the things we've talked about here. So what do you think about the way he described that? Those two types of people. He didn't say two, like one was cheaters and one weren't. But the two, two two ways you interpret the rules. As well, I mean, I've heard it referenced like that quite a bit. Like knowing the rules is like ammunition. Like if you go out there and don't know the rules, you don't know if you're messing up or not, right? But if right. you if you know the rules, you're you know either extra cautious because you don't want to get in trouble, or you're super slippery and you don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> like I think I think there's a lot of loophole finding. Well, this was in practice, so it was fine. If I, yeah. you know, I mean, I think I think we've seen a fair amount of that yeah so i'd like to have him on here to get into some of that because he made some really good points about what if this is done a week beforehand and your buddy i mean it, it was pretty pretty wild stuff so we'll try to uh, follow up on that and get him on here but real interesting way to describe it i like it um that's it let's shout out our sponsors and, and get luke in here let's do it uh dugout bait and tackle of course presenting sponsor of the whole show um dugout team man dugout team's been been killing it all around Buddy, I, I mean, there's a few people that can fish down there. Sure enough. And uh, I've heard rumors that there may be some dugout team members switching around different boats. I don't know. Maybe. What? Maybe. A young billionaire picked him up in Old Town. And I said, well, at least you don't ever have to worry about being first to your spot again. Hey, so yeah. he's he's autopiloting heavy. I think he he got a little frustrated at some things and and made the old switcheroo. He said Duke's hooked him up with a speed prop. So speed he's, prop? He's, he's flying around out yeah. there. We were trading some messages. So I, I, I think he's going to like it, so we'll see. Uh, but yeah, of course, Dugout, Hobie Dealer, Old Town Dealer, best two, best two brands in the game, in my opinion. And then, uh, of course, they've got Jackson as well. Do they have any other rec brands or anything like that, or is that the big three? That's a big three. Big three. Okay. Uh, Pro God Lithium. Appreciate them. Nothing but good things to say about them since we got on board with them and I've been able to put them to use out there. And then Bangtail Whiskey, of course. Ryan, you use the name Bangtail as therapy during your uh, chili. I am not touching anything similar to a Bangtail for uh, the next probably three months or so. I'm going to try to heal this thing up as quickly as possible. I like it. Uh, Revo, Z-Man, Gil, all three partners of the program. And then tonight, another partner, Seagar. We're doing the Seagar giveaway. So appreciate Seagar. Yeah. 
And like we said earlier, all you got to do, like and share on Facebook, like and comment on YouTube, and you're eligible. And we got Steve Fields in the comments giving us NBA finals updates. Appreciate it, Steve. I'm in Uncle Joel's office, Josh. He uh, he is a Green Beret in, in Nam. So I'm down here in Legends Corner. Yeah, he's got that airborne insignia back there. That's cool. That's cool. But yeah, let's get Luke in here. He's been, he's been chilling in the lobby, leaning up against the window. What's up, Luke? <laughs> hey, guys. How you doing? You want to get that lighting right, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a corner in here. I don't know. <laughs> it's where I work, so. Okay, okay. You work from home a lot or all the time? I do. Yeah. I work from home full time. I mean, I, I go into the office occasionally. It just depends on what's going on, if we have people in town or something. But for the most part, I'm, I'm here. Is that why you win fishing tournaments so often now? No, because I'm actually working during the day and, and not fishing. <laughs> Although sometimes I wonder, though, because there's a lot of people out here that they'll just on a Wednesday or something be like, hey, can you go fish? Yep. Like, I don't know. Put them That's green screens back there on your back of your seat, and then they'll never know. <laughs> yeah, well, I I do a lot of teaching. I teach a lot of classes uh, oh. online, so I, I don't think I could get away with that. All right. What's, what, uh, we want to get d deep into the fishing, but what is your actual real job, if you don't mind us asking? Yeah, so I'm a talent manager for a healthcare technology company. I, I'm based out of Knoxville, uh, but we, we have employees all over the country. So Okay. Yeah. Well, Jeff, if you need to apply, Jeff's a talent in the healthcare industry. He'd love to be managed. Uh, well, you're, <laughs> hey, hey, now, this is a three-headed monster of healthcare industry, folks. Right I know, here. I know. That's we should just turn the podcast and go down a rabbit hole tonight. Start talking about that health, would probably health, be less interesting. Though. Yeah, healthcare, healthcare <laughs> informatics. Would. We'll put everybody to sleep tonight. <laughs> but anyway, let's talk fishing. All right, let's talk fishing. So. You won a tournament over the weekend, but it wasn't the first Bass Nation tournament that you won this year, correct? Correct. Yeah. Let's start with the first one. And I'll okay. tell you why we didn't bring him on for the first one. Because say, we almost made this happen before and then we were like, almost. No, we got to cancel. Well, we looked at the, the old schedule there and there was some, we'll get into it, some uh, certain things that happened. Uh, to, for these fish to be caught in a certain neck of the woods and and dominated a Tennessee River tournament on some springtime smallmouth with the Bassmaster Championship coming up. So yeah. we decided to press pause on that one just so we wouldn't. And you actually cashed a check and got on stage in that one as well off the – it was the same spot, yeah? Ish, yeah. Ish, yeah. yeah. Same so area, same area. Didn't want him to – In general, I mean, yeah. For burn himself there on the yeah. – on the, on the, <laughs> on the big one either but tell us about that tournament tell us about that springtime chickamauga tournament well, the first one mm -hmm. not the championship yeah so the first one um i had only fished chickamauga a couple times and I, i'd had like zero success out there i caught it i caught a lot of 14 to 16 inch largemouth let's put it that way and so going into that one i was actually fishing that because i knew that the championship was on chickamauga and i was like i need to practice so that's why I went and fished that event. And um, I just I just decided to not do or try to fish largemouth. I was like, I'm gonna go fish for smallmouth because if I can get on smallmouth, I you know, I have a better shot. And I picked the spot just based on a variety of things, went out there and I had like I think it was like 94 inches by like 9 a.m. It was like a couple hours in because that was before the time change, so they didn't start till like seven. But yeah, it was like 94 inches by 9 a.m. I was like, Oof. and so it was just a situation where they were still generating a lot of current. And when they pushed current like that, 
like through the winter, like 45 to 60 plus thousand CFS, which I know that's dependent on the size of the river, but you, you guys know coming out of Chickamauga, that's, that's a really wide river right there. And so they're generating a lot of water when that current's pushing like that, the fish position, well, they're really dumb when they don't generate a lot of water, they move around. They're really smart. So it's, it's like a totally different thing once they turn the current off. Um, but yeah, that day they were ripping water all day. And, um, I mean, I, I could talk about it, how, like how specifically it went down, but I don't know. Like, I mean, yeah, that's, that's complete. That's, that's your deal down there. You, you yeah, no, I there. mean, basically like, I, I picked an area where there, there was like a, I'll, I'll just describe it in kind of vague terms, but there was like a, a point from a rock jutting, jutting out. And so what you had was in the current, you essentially just had water ripping around this sort of artificial point off the, off the riverbank. And so it was kind of funneling everything down. And so what I was doing is because the water was moving so hard, I was actually positioned upstream of that. And what I would do is I would cast and I was throwing, I was throwing a half ounce jig and it would basically suspend in the water. I was casting down river and because the water's pushing so hard, it would just like flutter, flutter, flutter. It would take it so long to hit the bottom, maybe like 15, 20 seconds. But as soon as they hit the bottom, they pick it up every single time. And so I did that. I mean, I, I caught like multiple 19s, a 20, like it, within a span of like 45 minutes doing the exact same thing um just because they were right there so that was it if you i tried That's i would crazy. i would get down because like normally like a normal drift in a river right you would cast up and you'd have the bait moving with yeah. the current because that's like a more natural presentation but if you do that in that fast moving water they're they're gonna eat it a lot of times you have so much slack in your line you're gonna they're gonna eat it drop it before you even know that they're on there or you'll realize last second you go to set the hook and they're not there so you, you can't do that. So it's like risking an unnatural presentation, but you have all the feel in the world. That's and crazy. so that, that's what I was doing. And it worked for that tournament, obviously. I mean, I, I mean, Joby, Joby had like, I ended up needing all 99 because Joby had like 97. Yeah. And what was funny is I tooled up towards the like midday. I went up and I was, I was going up, you know, the, the point that sits out there off the the end of that giant uh what would you call it like a um wall here yeah the the big stone wall out there uh jetty that's what i was looking for off the jetty and i saw a boat up there and i was like who is that and it was jovi and and i was like hey you mind if i fish around the side he's like no go ahead i've been here all morning <laughs> so he was up there <laughs> you know and uh i mean there's not like and you even asked me you're like uh or somebody said, were you sandbagging? And I was like, look, I, I don't like to sandbag. That's not my thing. But like, if you post 94 inches of smallmouth at 9am on Chickamauga, like there's only a few places that you can be. And yeah, so like I didn't want company. <laughs> I didn't want company by like 11am. So I held off until about 1130. And then I posted some fish. Um, but yeah, so that was a fun event for sure. Let me ask and, you this, because I'm sorry, Ryan, but I, I ran yeah. into you pre fishing for the championship the next yeah. tournament. Yeah, I remember. And I had no, didn't really have an appreciation for it. And the current wasn't even running apparently as hard as yeah. they run it sometimes. They no, they cut it off too, yeah. like a, a day lot. or two before, like but, cut it but down. But when like I saw you, it was still running enough that it was hard to pedal against if yeah. you were pedaling. So how do you, doing that presentation that you were doing, were you sitting out of the current? How do you maintain position doing something yeah. like that? I was right out of the current. 
Okay. Either that or like I'll motor, I'll motor up in it. I, I honestly though, I don't, I think you'd have to get out of it. Like you'd have to find a spot where you can pull off and do that because um, if, even if you have a motor on, like you could put the motor up, but you'd literally have to turn around and face the other direction. You know what I mean? You could probably do it. If you had like an XI3 and you had spot lock, you could probably do it easier. Um, but yeah, I, I think for the most part, you got to get out of the current to do that. But there's, wow. you know, like the way that the, the way that those banks move, there's little, there's little areas off to the side, like where, where I saw you, there was a similar spot right there, Jeff, where, um, again, current kind of ripping around some rocks right there. That's actually in the championship. I caught one fish right there, right before I saw you. It was the only, it was like one of the only casts I made when I went out there during practice. Cause I was just kind of looking around. I made one cast. I caught like a 19 right before I saw you and I just dropped it in the water. And um, it was same thing though, where you can kind of pull off the side, get out of it. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you can. Okay. Yeah, some folks were asking, did you anchor your kayak? But it sounds like we're just getting those those eddies or, or no, slack I just, water. I was just getting kind of out of it so that I could. Yeah, and be careful. Like I wouldn't recommend anchoring in that much current anyway. That's uh, you're asking for something. Yeah, it's wide enough there. But like if you're on if you're on a like a. a I mean, a real river. It's technically a river, but if you're on a real river where they're pushing multiple gens, like no, you don't want to drop an anchor. You'll you'll fill up your boat really fast. Agreed. So the championship, you went back to the similar area again. Did it with smallmouth, worked around, and and you know put up some some big ones there. You yeah, I went out there a couple of days before it, like two days before, and there were like 15 people out there. I heard it was crowded. I didn't get to play it was fishing, really I heard crowded. It was, packed. it was so there were so many people. And and I like I said, I wasn't I wasn't really fishing a lot. I was looking for other stuff. Like I was looking for plans B and C, but still still off of that ramp. I saw one guy that was like, Man, I had 96 inches. And I was like, oh, don't do that. You know, like why? And then I, oh, saw, yeah. I saw him day one. He's like, I can't get a bite. And I was like, well, I know of 96 inches that were caught the other day. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's the problem is people come in and just beat stuff up, even though they're going to they fish in the tournament. In like, practice Because they were still moving water. And that's what happened. They were still pushing like 45 to 50,000 CFS. They dropped it to, I think, 18 or 20 day one of the tournament. Yeah. So you're talking about like a 60% reduction as of day one. As of day two, they dropped it to 12 which was an 80% reduction and it was just dead. Like it was a lake and then you had a Northern wind too. So it was basically that water, any water that was coming out was moving like upstream. It was, it was terrible. Um, but yeah, I went out there day one, there was a little bit of current. It was not the same kind of bite though. Um, I, Jeff, where I saw you, I ended up my first good fish that I got that morning. Wasn't until like 10 AM. It was like a night, it was like a night, 18, 19 inch fish. Um, I kicked my favorite rod off in the water right after that, my jig rod. And uh, I left it, though, because I was like, I don't have time to look for it. <laughs> I had just figured out something, and I went and caught like a 21. That was my big fish for the tournament. And then I went back up, got the rod, found it floating in the water, got it, and put it back in. And ended up with like 94 that day. But day two is terrible, which, Ryan, I know you don't want to relive that. Yeah, I still remember that one. It's uh, my Achilles heel. As you yeah. would say, but I mean, it was like, it was all the way around. I mean, the, I, I thought about leaving so many times. I was like, I just need to, I need to pick up and go somewhere else, even though I don't have anything else. But I mean, I ended up with like 
76 or 77 inches or something. I mean, I, I, yeah, caught some, I, I had I, no idea that day two was going to turn out like that, where you just needed to barely scrape out. I, thought I, need, I, I thought I needed like low nineties again <laughs> Yeah, is what I thought. So I was like, I got, I got to make this work, you know, but it wasn't the case. And then continuing the momentum, it seems like what happened this past weekend? Small mouth again. Yeah. You yeah, had a mix, so, you had a mixed bag up there, didn't you? Uh, no, well, yeah, I, I caught a lot of I caught a lot of largemouth too, but the, I think all of my fish that ended up measuring were all smallmouth. Yeah, they look were. at them; they're long look and skinny. At that. Skinny little smallmouth. Yeah. They don't feed them up there. Or what's going on? You think? <sighs> Doug, I mean, Douglas is not a big fish lake. I know. I it's know. But there's a ton of they have a good, lot not of a good tournaments on Douglas, though, right? What'd you say? I said there's a lot of big tournaments that come through Douglas, though. Correct. Yeah, I mean they put a lot of tournaments on there. I've only been out there a couple of times. That was that was probably the third day. That yeah, that was the third day I've ever spent on Douglas. Um it's that's a good one. It's uh it's there's a lot of fish. That that's the main thing. Like if you just want to go catch fish, Douglas is a really fun lake because there's so many fish. It's just really hard to catch big ones. So um I had actually gotten to fish it the weekend before and I had a I had a, like one rock that I wanted to go to, like a giant boulder. And apparently it just turns out that it was a community hole. And since I've never been there, I didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like I found this one giant boulder while I was out there for eight hours. And I thought, oh, this is really cool. I caught a big fish off of it. And so I went, my plan was to go back out there. But first I went to the dam, caught a small limit. And when I say small, I mean like 70 inches. Go to this boulder. There's already, it's 630 in the morning. There's already a boat just planted right on top of it not fishing for those fish but sitting on top of it and so yeah. i was like oh man i gotta wait on this boat so i sat there for a second waited on the boat to move on went and fished from and they were just like staring at my bait i mean they wanted they would like they, they would look at it they weren't like running but they were just staring at it and i was like this isn't this isn't gonna work and so i picked up and left um and i fished bluff like bluff walls stair step walls and like 20 to 40 feet all day and i i caught a ton of fish and i just cold slowly throughout the day i, I hit saw pro neighbor pro neighbor almost ran you down there daniel he Lyons. did yeah, yeah he yeah i didn't know that because i i didn't check i didn't really start i didn't really look at the leaderboard after like 11 because i knew i was sitting on i knew i was sitting on a lead but i i, I just couldn't catch any big fish um, but again, it's not a big fish lake. So like if you happen on a 19, 20, 21, that's a really good fish. And so, um, he told me at the, at the awards, he was like, I was getting really close. He was catching <laughs> them there at the end, but you know, you can, you can win, you can win with 17 plus inch fish on Douglas for sure. Apparently, I mean, if you look at, if you look tournament. at the MLF tournament that was there recently, the biggest limit that was caught, I think on any day that they fished there was like day two qualifying i'm pretty sure dustin connell caught like 17 pounds or something that was the biggest limit most of most of like the top limits were like 14 to 16. that's crazy and a majority were like 12 and less so it, it's not a big big fish place how about that it's, it's like arkansas fishing right it is it is like our arkansas fishing except 17 pounds instead of 11.7 hey no 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 it's okay it's all right what's your favorite lake to fish luke are you are you a river guy, lake guy? What do you no, prefer? Like if you're just guy. picking a yeah, fun fish. I, I haven't been bass fishing that long, to be honest with you. Um even better. I, what'd you say? I said even better. Out here kicking everybody's butt. 
Well, I mean, I, I grew up doing a lot of fishing. So like we, my mom's family's from Florida. We did a lot of like saltwater inshore fishing. And then my dad got us a fly rod when we were really young. So I've been fly rod or fly fishing with my older brother since we were really, really young. Um, which I know people, people's eyes start to roll back when you start talking about fly fishing, but, uh, it's, it's like a different thing, but for like rivers and streams, it all translates. Cause the first time I started bass fishing in 2021 and like last year was my first real year fishing tournaments. And the first time that people took me out on the river, I, I was like, this makes total sense. Like I, I get, I get this a hundred percent. It's the, it's yeah. the static still water stuff that I'm, you know, trying to figure out, but, uh, but definitely rivers are my favorite. Hey, so. fishing's fishing. You know, you know, Brian Nelly, who's, who's killing it in the bass fishing world is relatively new to bass fishing as well. Coming over from inshore saltwater and offshore saltwater stuff. So, you yeah. know, fishing's fishing and you can kind of take those instincts and translate them over. Uh, Especially yeah. when you figure out the current, like where they position yeah. on current, I feel like that translates over to to about anything you can find. Yeah, and especially like on the TVA, <laughs> like there's there's current most places on the TVA. So like if you're fishing these lakes out here, I'm sure there are places I could go elsewhere that I would I would be baffled by. But uh, I've been told to ask you, how, how do you feel about beating Jordan Marshall? About beating Jordan. Yeah, does it make he, you happy, sad, and different? I mean, he beats Indeed. a lot of people too. So <laughs> it, it's like, you know, I'm sure I've been in I'm sure I've been in a bunch of tournaments that he's won. So it goes uh, we've all been in a bunch of tournaments he's won, unfortunately. Yeah. He yeah, says I'm pretty sure he's trophy corner uh the other day. It's just a pile of 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 tons of trophies and plaques in a box. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's I mean, at some point though, watch. like you can't you can't display all of that, can you? I don't know. We're going to see if he can. We're going to try to fill up the road dog and shed with all his uh, memorabilia. So what's, what's your situation? Can you fish, Ryan? Uh, no, I can't. No. <laughs> I could barely take a shower. And I mean that. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, wow. uh, yeah, I can't. I won't be able to like do anything like weight bearing with this boot off for like two months. And even then, it's like you got to kind of creep back into using your foot again, I guess. Yeah, oh, I did good. I did good. At least it's in the middle of summer when all the fishing sucks anyway. So that's, that's the true. only that other time. If it was springtime, I would lose my mind, I think. Is that your favorite time, springtime? Oh, by far. Anywhere. I mean, there there were so many good tournaments this spring. We saw so many huge bags. Like we timed a lot of the lakes really well, uh, you know, on the national stuff. So I, I think it I think you know, this, this spring, especially, I think between Caddo and Santee Cooper, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we hit a lot of, a lot of the big fish places at the right time. Yeah. Yeah. Can't beat that. So that puts you out of like new river. I wasn't going to go to new river anyway. I already had that one marked off the list. Um, but I was going to try to slip into Cayuga. I was mm -hmm. going to try to hit lacrosse and then maybe Rayburn, but Nope. I got an elk hunt at the end of September. So my, my sole target is to be able to somewhat move around by the end of September. Yeah. Cause that's, that's rigorous, isn't it? Elk yeah. Hunts? Like you, yeah. You're like hiking. A lot. Well, it depends where you shoot it. So we got a, we got a nice little spot. If you shoot it on one side of the Creek, you can drive the tractor down to it. So that's what <laughs> okay. I'm going to go for. That's <laughs> what I'm going to go for. I got you. That's awesome. Next random trivia question. I have Laura Elizabeth Graham. How do you know this lady? 
Uh, that's that's my wife. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I saw I, Jeff runs the Kayak Bass Nation Instagram account, but I get the notifications too on my phone, and I yeah. see this pop up, you know, like a little pink picture. <laughs> Laura Elizabeth Graham <laughs> sent you a message, and I was like, "Hey, Jeff, what's, <laughs> what's going on?" So then I look at my own, of course, my own account, and it's like you know her sharing the announcement that you're on the podcast. <laughs> And Jeff's yeah, like, what me, are you she talking goes, about? And I was she like, was like she's like, can I can I share it on uh, on Instagram? And I was like, uh, yeah, you can. She said, can I tag them? I was like, sure, look them she's up. She's got yeah, some that's, clout, man. That's she's big got, time. She's got some clout. She's about at two hundred k. What's what's the deal there? She insta famous. Uh, she's been doing it for a long time. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, she. So it's weird because Instagram. I kind of forget when it hit its stride, but she was. I would say middle middle front of the pack because there was a group of people that hit it when it was like brand new same with mm -hmm. tiktok right hit it when it was brand new the algorithm was super organic you can grow really really quickly um she wasn't in that in that segment but she hit like the next wave because she already she posted so much like when i met her in in college um she already posted like multiple times per week which is pretty unusual you know like people will ask you they'll say hey how do i grow on social media i'm like well just post every day like yeah. legitimately that like that's the truth just post every single day that 99.9 percent .9 of people won't do it and so you don't have to worry about telling people that just post every single day yeah. and she and she's done it for years now and, like, and you know at some point it became at some point it became substantial. It's what she does full time now. That's cool. I yeah, thought you were going to go Gary Vee and start cussing, start saying, you got to post every single month. You know, he does on the, on his stuff, but anyway, yeah, yeah that's, that's cool. Awesome. We well, tell her thanks for the shout out. I don't know if we owe her a prize pack or a gift card. <laughs> no, 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 it's all good. It's all good. That one's, that one's free of charge. <laughs> all right. Appreciate it. <laughs> Luke, man, we appreciate you joining us tonight. And, you know, you've got some momentum rolling all the way through this year. We hope you can continue on with that throughout the summer and fall, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me on, guys. Congrats Good again, man. You got to be you, – you're you're on up there for that AOI race, aren't you? Well, here's the problem with the AOI race. Uh, it's best four events. I laid a goose egg basically on Cherokee. And that was, uh, a, that was, only, that was the fourth one I fished. And I'm out of the country for the river event. Otherwise, oh, I, I could probably make it happen with the river event, but I'm I'm gone for the Holston French. And so the last one is Pickwick, and I'm not sure I can swing the drive to Pickwick. So you can swing the drive to come on, man. You can do it. Man, I would like to fish the Hobies and the Bassmaster too, but it's just hard with I got I got two. Go babies. ahead and win the AOY in the Tennessee Bass Nation, then then you can get to the other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah. We'll see. I don't know if I'll be able to do that last event, but we'll see. Anyway, good luck. Congratulations. Thanks for coming on and, and loaning us some time here. Yeah, it's good to talk to you guys. Have a good night. All right. All right see you. Yeah.